Divas fans, welcome to episode 31 of Scourge Divas. My name is Kirsty and I'm joined from afar by Casey. Hello! Especially welcome to those from High Wycombe. Because <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, congratulations, Casey, by the way, on your final appearance in, um, well, your finals appearance in the uh, Battle of Wits game show. Thank you. Run by our friend Max, a stellar performance, very close at the end. It was. Um, it was. It was really close. But it was. It was good. If if you haven't watched uh, Battle of Wits, it's on YouTube and you can get all the episodes. I'm I'm in one of them as well. I didn't do as well as Casey though, but definitely worth checking out. It's very very good. And I think season two hopefully should be uh should be on your screens. Season two around. is in the works. Yeah. In the works. Very exciting. I love doing that. That was great fun. It was. It was so Max fun. Is, the way Max has done it is so clever. Yeah. It's just it was just great fun to do. So you should absolutely go and watch that. Casey, how are you? Are you flush from your your success? Well, I don't know about that. I've got a cup of tea and uh it's my birthday and my sister bought me oh, the gayest sh- eyeshadow pilot ever. It is your birthday. Happy birthday. I completely forgot it was your birthday. I'm so sorry. That's all right. <laughs> have you had a good birthday? I have. With, with I your have. gay eyeshadow palette. Yeah. Um I uh I haven't really done much. I But that's the best way to spend a birthday. Yeah, I played some video games and then my flatmate came home from work with profita rolls and a bottle of wine. Amazing. Which, which was great. Um, <laughs> that sounds amazing though. That's like the top way to spend a birthday. Oh yeah, it was totally amazing. And then What video games did you play? I played some Watch Dogs Legion. Nice. I finished the DLC and I played some Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. And I fiddled about with my media centre setup. And then I ordered an Indian takeaway and my eyes were bigger than in my head. No. My eyes were bigger <laughs> than my head. I ordered an Indian takeaway and my eyes were bigger than my stomach. That's how that phrase works. <laughs> so so now now I've eaten my starter I've not actually touched the main course and I'm some sort of mutant apparently because my eyes, eyes are bigger than my head <laughs> you must have been able to see your takeaway coming from like <laughs> three streets away I did I with your did, massive yeah. mutant eyes incredible that sounds like a good birthday. It was, yeah. And now I'm recording Scourge Divas. Do your eyes just get like incrementally bigger every year that goes past? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's like trees. If you cut my eyes open, you can see how old I am by <laughs> counting the number of balls. Balls? <laughs> oh my god! It's your eyes are just like fucking boba tea. Yeah. Just like loads of little eyes come out. That's horrifying. That's why they swell up and get so big, because they're full of lots of tiny little eyeballs. What is wrong with you? (laughs) I have no idea. I have no idea. So let's jump right into uh, one of the major sources of discourse and conversation over the past couple of weeks. I I thought you were going to say consternation, and I think think that's about right as well. Honestly, right now, don't think I could pronounce the word consternation just off the bat like that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think 
conversation was probably a slightly better option. But yeah, mm-hmm. we've got um, Jumpstart Historic Horizons, which is an arena, digital only arena. Is it just arena or is it more? Just arena. Well? Yeah, just, just arena. arena. Yep. An arena only set, which, you know, is fair enough. There have been other arena only sets in the past. Yeah. Um, but this one's slightly different in that there's cards in Historic Horizons that will not be printed in paper. They now, will we, literally only exist in Arena. We have had some of those before. Okay. Um, the starter sort of intro decks from Year Before Last uh-huh. had a unique card in them that only sure. exists on Arena. And like the white one, I can't remember what it's called, but it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's not really good in like standard when it was legal in arena standard and it's not really good in historic but it would be fantastic in commander so the commander players have been crying out for them to print this in paper and they won't do it because it's it's uh it's not how they want white to do card draw but i guess like the point of the historic horizons is that there was always some kind of um hope that it would historic would transfer over to paper mm-hmm. because historic has got to be a big thing when people were playing um arena like over the pandemic when paper magic wasn't really available yeah people really like it and it kind of seems to have taken over a little bit from pioneer in that respect um but there was always this kind of hope that historic would then when paper magic started up again would kind of transfer into being a, a, a format on both of them mm-hmm. and printing a bunch of cards in an arena only set for a format that's only currently on arena kind of seems to have dashed those hopes a little bit i'm going to i'm going to be controversial here okay because we're say, never controversial and say good okay. i'm glad it's dashed those hopes okay because i don't want historic in paper Okay. And there's, there's a multitude of reasons why I don't want historic and paper, but I'm going to tell you the main one because it's a selfish one. Okay. I don't want to fucking judge that event and be on deck checks. <laughs> I mean, Do you know fair. what's legal and historic? No. And what's not? Because I don't. It doesn't go by set. There's random cards from random oh. old sets that are just randomly God, legal and historic. Because the oh, that's just true. historic anthologies. Yeah, like uh, Elishnorn and stuff. Yeah, Shit, that, or, in, or in Jumpstart. Everything that was in the original Jumpstart, that's all legal and historic. I, I don't had know not... what's in Jumpstart. <laughs> I had not considered it's that aspect. 500 that is... cards into the Jumpstart or something. There's that going is... to be another 700 in this Jumpstart. <laughs> that is absolutely true, and I hadn't thought about that. Thank God. <laughs> this isn't going to be paper. Or at least not at like competitive level, I guess. Yeah, deck checks would take half an hour per deck because you need to look up every bloody card jeez yeah so so i'm glad also it lets me do bonkers things with it like i'd i i really hope that historic horizons making historic so different from the paper magic formats means that they put a renewed focus on getting pioneer into arena Mm mm-hmm because what I'd really like is is to have three main constructed formats on Arena Standard because obviously you want to support Standard. It's your it, it's your but standard kind of... format. Yeah, it's your bread yeah. and butter format. It's, it's what sells the packs. Uh-huh. Um, Pioneer as your Arena Eternal format. Yeah. Because 
anything that rotates out of standard is going into Pioneer. So there's your Arena Eternal format. Mm-hmm. And then have Historic as this utterly bonkers, gonzo, wild format where they could just reprint anything into it. Who knows? Like, yeah. reprint reserved list cards into Historic. I don't care. That sounds great. <laughs> Like, I'm not talking things like Black Lotus and Moxon and stuff. Like, that that would be ridiculous. But Thunder Spirit? Uh-huh. Thunder Spirit's only legal in Legacy and Vintage. It can't be reprinted in paper because it's randomly on the reserve list. And all, all it is is like a 2-2 flying first strike for three or something. I don't remember exactly, but I'm going to look it up. Do you know what? Fucking reprint Sorrow's Path into it because people keep every time I talk about how bad a card Sorrow's Path is, people always come in with like an edge case scenario yeah. of a deck where it would be like, well, but you know, in this circumstance, it's actually not that bad. It's like you know what? Just yeah. print Sorrow's Path into it because I want to see people yeah. actually make this work. I want somebody to prove to me that it is not the worst card in Magic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, just print Sorrow's Path. Even at worst, it's a meme, and at best, you've proven me wrong. Yeah, but yeah, th- Thunder Spirit. I looked it up. I double checked. 2-2 flying first strike for one white white. It's not the greatest card in the world, but it's fine. fine. It's solid. Yeah. It's it's decent. They can't reprint that card because it's on the reserve list. Give me it in Historic. Why not? Have Historic be this place where you print all these wacky cards. Print Divine Intervention into it. That'll piss people <laughs> off. <laughs> What's that? The game's a draw? Yes, amazing. <laughs> chaotic chaotic um chaotic fucking good over here yeah like i i have some of the silver bordered dice rolling cards from unglued and unstable into it oh like just reprint the ones that are like like two and a half power or something because why the fuck not i would maybe not go that far but you're tempting me no you know what just do it i mean what's the worst thing what's the worst thing could happen it's it's online. If you know it's easy, you just you just ban it. Yeah. If it doesn't work, fuck it. So yeah. I noticed something that I've, I'm looking at these cards. Um, a lot of them, this the sort of wording on them is different. Mm-hmm. For example, like I'm looking at Faceless Agent, which is uh it says when Faceless Agent enters the battlefield, seek a creature card of the most prevalent creature type in your library. I guess that means. Is that an is that like a, a new mechanic or is just, that just a fancy way of just saying no 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 find seek, it put it into your hand seek is a new mechanic so oh okay there's three new mechanics in this set sure so what seek means is when a card tells you to seek it's going to give you a set of characteristics of what you can or or what will be sought and when when you seek something you get a random card that meets the characteristics from your deck into your hand i see you don't search for it the game just randomly puts one that meets those characteristics into your hand so it doesn't shuffle your library doesn't mess up your scries yeah it just takes the card from wherever it was in your library at random and puts it in your hand gee i really hope it's not the same mechanic that's uh dispersing lines amongst players opening hands that's doing that (laughs) so i guess Conjure is kind of is, is that that's um that's the thing that just that people are talking about. There's one that does tropical island or something. It just makes it appear. Yeah. So so what conjure does is conjure creates a card from 
nowhere. Like it doesn't have to be in your sideboard. You you don't have to like get it from anywhere. Mm -hmm. It just almost like it's creating a token, but it's creating a card. Yeah, and it's it like create... it's like an ultimate wish. Yeah, it can create that card into anywhere. So each of the cards that conjure something will tell you where they conjure it to. And that that card is a card. So until the end of the game, it acts like a card. If it gets bounced, it gets bounced to your hand. It's in your hand. If it goes to your graveyard, it sits in your graveyard because it's a card and that's what cards do. If it somehow gets shuffled back into your library, it'll get shuffled in and you can draw it again. So I take it that like that doesn't affect your starting deck number, like your, your the number of cards in your deck at start. No. Okay. So it's not like you have to play with fewer cards and then that makes up to... No, no, no. Because you're not necessarily going to draw the cards that, that conjure things. and yeah. uh, Sometimes cards can conjure more than once. Uh, mm -hmm. Like some of the planeswalkers in the set have an ability that lets them conjure a copy of a card. So you could end up with more than four copies of that card. Yeah, nice. Uh, so and what's the... A lot of the cards that conjure things, the cards that they conjure aren't in the set. Yeah, and, and oh, yeah, those like, cards like... aren't legal and like Tropical Islands not in Jumpstart Historic Horizons. Yeah, Tropical Islands not legal in Historic, but Shoreline Scout can still conjure it into your hand because it just mm -hmm. creates it out of thin air. That would be a fun way to kind of um, get round the you know we don't want to print really really ridiculous cards into Historic. Yeah, but, you know you can still include them. Yeah, totally. That would be it's, it's, it's kind of like the Garth One-Eye mechanic from Modern Horizons 2, but taken an up to the, the next level, yeah. where like instead of creating a copy of Black Lotus that you could cast, um, if Garth was in this, maybe he would just conjure a Black Lotus. Yeah, which would be really handy. Yeah. A skill to have in new life. What's the, oh, third, yeah. new, what's the third new mechanic? So the third new, new mechanic is Perpetual... Right, I was going to ask you about this because I was I was kind of reading the cards and I I, I couldn't I didn't realize that was the actual mechanic name and I was looking at it I was trying what do you mean it, like perpetually get something or has something so it, it, explain so if something if if a card gets something perpetually that card gets it and it persists through zone changes right so if if a creature say perpetually gets plus one plus one um it has that in your hand it has that on the battlefield if it gets killed it's still got plus one plus one in your graveyard mm -hmm. uh if it uh gets brought back to the battlefield from the graveyard it's still got plus one plus one yeah so it just it's it persists until the end of the game i have to say now that we're talking about this, I'm I'm really glad that this isn't going to be uh, transferable into paper because can you imagine <laughs> trying to track that in paper as well? Oh yeah, I mean that's that's exactly why they're doing these three mechanics because yeah. um, perpetually and seek are almost impossible to do in paper. Like perpetually, you could do with a sharpie and an inner sleeve, I guess, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of trust in that. Yeah. Because as soon as the cards go to hidden zones, then you, you don't know that that's necessarily the the same Lanawar elf that perpetually got Death Touch earlier in the game. Maybe your opponent's just written Death Touch on the inner sleeves of all our Lanawar elves. 
Yeah. Um, and seek theoretically you could do with out like a third party assistance and a lot of dice, but yeah. it's an absolute faff. Yeah. Um, you would. I mean, you would need. Um, you would need a judge probably to facilitate. Yeah, that. yeah. Seek's the most difficult one. Seek's the most yeah. difficult one. Conjure you can do with. Um, the proxy cards, I guess. Proxy well, cards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they they did that thing in Mystery Booster Convention Edition where there was the the playtest cards that, uh, I think one of them was called Time Sidewalk, and it was like blue, 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 blue four. Take an extra turn after this one, but if it's in your starting hand, you can reveal it and exile it and shuffle four token copies of Time Walk into your deck. <laughs> Um, that's that's basically what conjure is. So yeah. like it's it's theoretically possible to do that in paper. They just one they don't want people using proxies for no. for cards. They don't want to print proxies of things like time walk. No. And also people are going to forget to take them out of their deck if they've not drawn them by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Like the. The, the forgetting to clear off your perpetual markers with your Sharpie or the forgetting to take out your proxies of cards you've conjured from the deck is uh, something that the digital client can handle for you really easily and in paper would cause a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, I can kind of see why people are upset if they wanted historic to transfer over paper, but like, like you say, do not want to have to deal with the sort of logistics of that unless Absolutely it's really, not. really casual, like really casual, even more casual than commander. Mm-hmm. Like. But that's fair. I think but, it looks yeah, like... absolutely. If you want to proxy these cards up and play historic with your mates around your kitchen table, and you can find an agreeable way that everyone who's playing is is happy that that's how you're going to have the cards work, then yeah. then great. Like, amazing. Have fun. Play the way you want to play. I'm all for I mean, that. You could literally get copy like you, you, they're all on Mythic Spoiler. Just like yeah. print them out on a black and white printer unless you're absolutely minted um, and colour them in and then, you know, play on your kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what do, what do what do you think looking at these new cards? Are you excited? I've I've never played historic, so I I have no sort of horse in this race. But I I've played historic a bit. I've not played a huge amount. Mm-hmm. I I like jumpstart as a format. I think jumpstart's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm keen to play some jumpstart with these cards. Whether any of the cards are actually going to see any play in Historic. I don't know. There's a couple of them, maybe. But I think they're all... Honestly, they're all kind of gimmicky. They're all just kind of like smash it together and, you know, play with them on their own. They're not... um... So we've got... We've got Bounty of the Deep, which is the best divination ever printed. Uh Uh-huh. What does Bounty of the Deep do? So it's a sorcery for two and a blue, and it says, if you have no land cards in your hand, seek a land card and a non-land card. Otherwise, seek two non-land cards. Yeah. 
So nice. You're, also, you're... like, cool, like, it's like Kiora surfing on the back of a massive turtle. Yeah. As you do. As you do, yeah. So, yeah, like, it's it's going to draw you what you want. Because if you've if you've hit three mana and you've not got any more land in your hand and you want to make your land drop next turn, you play this and you're making your land drop next turn and you'll also draw an on-land card. Uh, otherwise, if you do still have land in your hand, then you're definitely not drawing any more with it. It's it's great, but it's still a three mana draw two. I don't think that's that playable. Yeah. Shoreline Scout, which is the the card that conjures the tropical island. If there's a Merfolk deck in Historic, then it'll play this. Also, so, Shoreline Scout looks like. The little merfolk on the art looks like they've been interrupted doing something and they're really not happy about it. It really one does. Pissed off merfolk. Yeah, and I like I like their their lantern. That's not a lantern. It's like an anglerfish on it or something. Yeah. Uh, but for those who don't know, uh, Shoreline Scout is a a one one merfolk scout for a blue mana, and it has when it enters the battlefield, you may exile a merfolk card or a land card from your hand. If you do, conjure a Tropical Island card into your hand. As long as another Merfolk or Island entered the battlefield under your control this turn, it gets plus 1, plus 0. So, basically, it's going to upgrade a land in your hand to a Trot. Which is which good. Which enough, yeah. It's not amazing, but it's good. And then, the one that I think is most likely to see play is... Static Discharge. So this is one in a red for a sorcery. If it was an instant, it would definitely see play. The fact that it's a sorcery is what's holding it back. Yeah. But it, it deals X plus 3 damage. No, sorry. It deals X damage, where X is 3 plus the number of charge counters on it to any target. And then you perpetually put a charge counter on it and each other card named Static Discharge in your hand, graveyard, and library. I'm really glad that the actual arena client is doing this hard work. Yeah. Because... <laughs> but basically <laughs> what that not. says is the first time you cast one in a game, it does three to any target. The second time it does four. The third time it does five. The fourth time it does six. The fifth time it does seven. And so on and so on. Yeah. So, like, that has the potential to be really good in a burn deck. I uh -huh. just, I, I don't know if the fact that it's a sorcery is going to hold it back. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why it is a sorcery. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise it'd be nuts. Is there any cards in Historic, this Jumpstart, Historic Horizons, that is, isn't a brand new card that's never been printed before? Or will oh, there yeah. be, like, will there's there be like, actual? There's 700 cards in the set or something. Oh, okay, fair enough. There's only there's only thirty or thirty one new cards. There's seven hundred sure. cards in the set. I'm and I think print. just like someone else completely batch it. A lot of the cards have been previewed on Daily MTG. So basically, there's there's a bunch of different packets, and each packet's got eleven cards in it. Mm -hmm. And the majority of the cards, I think, there's there's something like 700 in the set, 31 of them are brand new, 
Right. And then maybe 150 or 200 or something are new to Arena, but already exist in Magic. Sure. And then the rest are already on Arena. Okay, that makes sense. I can't wait to see what's new to Arena that's never been in, that's never been put into Arena before. A lot of Modern Horizons cards. Oh, And Modern Horizons 2 cards. Sure. I was hoping for, like, I don't know, like, original Theros or something, just for banter. Well, I don't know. There might be there might be some of that as well. Like there's like I say, there's there's hundreds of cards in this set. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to to sort of be able to immediately see what's new and what's not. But Mother Bear from Modern Horizons One is in it. Oh, I love Mother our little, Bear. Our little bear cubs. With the baby with bear. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Can I just put two things out that I've uh-huh. just noticed? First of all, Kyura looks bitching in her card mm-hmm. and also Boneyard Aberration is giving me the fear Boneyard Aberration is a bit terrifying Boneyard, I'll tell you what it is it's it's, it's specifically the middle head for sure. some reason it's just giving me the absolute heebies I just do not like it like the one that's looking away also creepy the one on the far left not so bad I guess but the middle one for some reason is just not it's not doing it for not me doing at it all. For you. What noise do you, th- do you think our necks like extend and go back? That would be creepy. Probably, yeah. It, it sounds like the sort of thing they would be do. To, they would do to be honest. What more noise? Can you imagine the noise that would make? I don't want to. Like, <laughs> just like whacking a xylophone, basically. Yeah, I I don't want to imagine that. Thank you very much. You know the noise. You know on the X Files. You know the like the sort of sinister kind of plinky plonky music that's on the X Files when something creepy is about to happen. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the noise I think their necks would make if they went in and out. Oh no! <laughs> I don't. I, I don't like it, Kirsty. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, now you have to. Now you get to think of that whenever you look at that card. I don't want to. Well, tough. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we talk about Davriel and his moustache? Because we absolutely can talk about Davriel and his moustache. I think this is the first time we've properly seen him without that mask he wears he looks on. Like, he looks him. like Gomez Adams. He does look like Gomez Adams trying to sell you a used car. He, he looks like a cross between Gomez Adams and um, Matilda's dad in the yes. film. Yes. Yeah, percent. That is the terms and conditions he's holding in his hand. Oh, have you read his middle ability? That is 100% the terms and conditions he has in his hand. I didn't even look at that. That's funny. So how does that work? Is that one of his conditions? Yeah, so what's going to happen... So his middle ability is minus two, accept one of Davriel's offers, then accept one of Davriel's conditions. There's eight different offers that he can make. Mm -hmm. Eight different conditions that he has. And when you activate that ability, you'll be presented with three offers... And you accept one of those, and then you'll be presented with three conditions. You have to accept one of those. Oh, so you don't get to see what the conditions are before you've accepted the offer. So what are they? What are they like? Is it like you know, give your creature plus something plus something, but then in good conditions you have to sacrifice something else? Oh no, they're they're way bigger than that. Oh. So that the, the offers are the offers are draw three cards. Yep. Conjure a manor guardian card into your hand. Okay. 
Return two random creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. They perpetually gain plus one, plus one. Nice. Return a random creature card with the highest mana value from among cards in your graveyard to the battlefield. Mm -hmm. You get an emblem with creatures you control get plus two, plus O. Right. You get an emblem with spells you cast cost black less to cast. Okay. You get an emblem with Davriel Planeswalkers you control have plus two draw a card. Okay. You get an emblem with whenever you draw a card gain two life. Nice. So it's going to randomly pick three of those and you have to choose one of the, the offers from those three. Okay. I mean, they seem, they seem decent. I would I would take them in lieu of a used car. Yeah. So here's the conditions. All right. Okay. And again, you're going to be presented with three of these at random and you have to choose one. Sure. You lose six life. Interesting. Exile two cards from your hand. If fewer than two cards were exiled this way, each opponent draws cards equal to the difference. Okay. Sacrifice two permanents. Okay. Each creature you don't control perpetually gets plus one, plus one. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> you get an emblem with creatures you control get minus one, minus zero. Okay. You get an emblem with spells you cast cost black more to cast. Sure. You get an emblem with whenever you draw a card, exile the top two cards of your library. And sure. you get an emblem with at the beginning of your upkeep, you lose one life for each creature you control. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So the conditions are pretty hefty. Yeah, but the I maybe mean, would time... not buy a used car from this man. No, 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 not at all. But then, I guess. I guess it's just, like, the, the actual... The, the offers are, you know, decent. Yeah, the offers are really on, good. Just depends on... Uh, I mean, some of those conditions, depending on what kind of deck you're playing, like, might be fine. But yeah. uh, you, you're just kind of spinning the wheel. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, if you're playing a creature light deck, then you don't mind your creatures getting minus one, minus oh. Yeah, or if you're playing, you know, a Graveyard Matters deck, you don't really care if you're exiling cards from your library yeah. to a point, I guess. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So the other the other one that does random shit is, have you, have you looked at Tome of the Infinite? Yes. Reachy Hand. Reachy Hand, yeah. And I, I particularly like the fact that if you look in the art, you can see the art for two of the cards that it can conjure. One's lightning strike, right? Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt, sorry, yeah. And I yeah. can't I can't tell what the other one is. The, the right hand page is ponder. Oh, so it is. That's nice. Yeah. Oh well so I guess it's there's a sort of there's a sort of um there's a sort of list of list of cards that this this are attached to this uh Tome of the Infinite. Yeah, so there's there's ten different it. cards that it can that it can um, so it has its, own, it has its own wishboard basically. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you don't know what you're going to get because it's random. Yeah. You might so end like, up with I... a light of hope. Sure. Do we know what the cards are yet? I'll tell you. Yes. Them. So they're okay. they're light of hope. Uh huh. Swords to plowshares. Uh huh. Force spike. Okay. Ponder. Dark okay. ritual. Nice. Duress. Nice. Assault strobe. Lightning Bolt, Fog, and Giant Growth. So two of each colour, they all cost one mana, and they're they're kind of, sort of, the charm cycle from Alpha, 
and other one mana cards of the colour. Except they've they've replaced the, the white charm with Light of Hope because it's a bit better than I can't even remember what the white lucky charm was called in Alpha because it was that shit. Um, <laughs> I was about to say it must have been great. And they've replaced Ancestral Recall with Ponder, which I think Which is I fair. guess makes sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can understand. That's cool. That's that's the kind of like there's been a sort of randomization to a point in magic, mm-hmm. but that's cool that they can do something like that just because it's uh, arena based. Yeah. There's a kind of sort of wild and unpredictable element to it. Yeah, and I I really like that. I I think it's it's definitely going to give if the cards are playable, which again honestly I'm not sure they are, but if they're playable, it gives historic its own identity yeah that's that's different to other formats because there's a a danger of it turning into like modern plus or legacy light depending yeah. on on what they uh print into it with historic anthologies and this way it's it's always going to have that that extra thing of well there's those things you can do in historic that are a bit more out there than other formats. That's what I was sort of immediately thinking earlier when you said that um, you wanted it to, to sort of be arena only because you wanted to be able to do just absolutely wild, ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Legacy was the, f- the first thing that kind of popped into my head because I know that that's... Because it, that there's such like a wide variety of cards that you can play in Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's kind of the one that's known for just doing ridiculous things that, you know, when you're the game on turn one and having insanely powerful cards um, and just being able to do, like, mad shit, basically. That yeah, was, that was my I mean, first thought when you when you said that was, was kind of like comparisons to Legacy. That's That's not really what I think I'm going for when I say I want historic to be wild no because you can do so much more you can do like you can do just stuff like that just randomly you know produce spells out of nowhere yeah exactly like i I don't want it to be when i say wild i don't mean powerful i mean exciting make the full use of the uh the the things that arena will allow you to do yeah exactly it's 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 a digital format on a digital client. Make yeah. use of the the things that that digital environment lets you do. Let the client you can't do the do hard work. Else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that, Let the client do the hard work. That's interesting. So uh, that's that's definitely something that you're going to be playing when it comes out. When does it come out? In a few days, August twelfth. Not long. Yeah, it's really soon. This is Casey from the Future Interrupting. At the time of recording, that information was about correct, but Jumpstart Historic Horizons has now been delayed until August 24th. This is why you've not seen it on Arena yet. We now return you to your regularly scheduled ranting. I just don't... I, I know this is people, people have been saying this for a long time. I just... Every single day of the year, there there seems to be like spoilers for stuff mm-hmm. like new cards being spoiled I've completely lost track of what's coming out and when it literally like Forgotten Realms came out and suddenly there was like people were talking about historic and, and new cards and 
when this comes out, there'll probably be spoilers for whatever the next set is. Is it um, what is the next set? Innistrad. Next set is Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Right, but, but there's like that'll be that'll be the next set of spoilers, and it's just it is. I get like they've got two, they've got two, they've got paper and they've got arena, and mm-hmm. if they're gonna be if they're gonna sort of bring out cards that are specific to arena, there's gonna be a lot more. Um, there's going to be a lot more stuff being released, but it just feels like relentless. It is pretty relentless. Yeah, I don't it like really it. Is. I really like. I I just maybe I'm just like an old person that's you know like get off my lawn or whatever. <laughs> but I just don't. I don't like it. It kind of always feels like you you don't you're you're kind of playing something, but you're you're you've always got one eye on what's coming next. It's too. It's too kind of breakneck and I'm old I just want to like enjoy stuff without without looking out the window to see when the next cards are arriving to the it's, party it's like I always say you don't have to buy every set you don't, don't. <laughs> you and really this don't, one was but... a weird one this one was a weird one because but like, the, but the thing they is, announced right? it one day and started the spoilers the, the same day and then they're like because they, they only announced this last week yeah. like they announced it on Monday the 26th of July or something and it's out on August 12th I'll the spoilers started the same day they announced the set I'll tell you like you don't have to buy every set but I'll t- and this is this is like one of my my own failings because um like I, I I'm a, a big user of social media mm-hmm. because it's basically like it's my one sort of connection to the outside world in the in the pandemic um but like I don't you don't have to buy every set but it's just seeing people I genuinely like I. That's the reason I don't know what half of what's going on because there is so much going on and I've yeah. completely lost thread. Like at the moment, I think I've got a handle on. I was like, okay, Forgotten Realms has come out. That's fine. It's all it's all gravy. And then suddenly it's like, jump. You know, Historic Horizons. Blah, blah, blah. And I have, I have absolutely no idea what's going on. I can't keep up. Like, come on, wizards, please! I I need you to I need you to think of the people like me that have that have very small children and don't sleep much. It's I, I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> you just need wizards to to take a breath. I need just, yeah, I need them to just stop and just stop breath. and let me catch up. I feel like I'm 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 out running with somebody who's like really good at running, and I'm not at all good at running. And and they keep I keep wanting them to just stop so I can breathe and they're like, No, we have to train for this marathon, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna go, we're gonna stop, we'll we'll stop when we get to the end and it's like they're running from like London to Birmingham or something. And I'm a bit I, I'm at like slow <laughs> <laughs> and I can't keep up, please help. I've got some great news for you. What? It's announcement day in a few weeks, so there's oh going to God. be even more sets announced. Oh God! Oh hell! And they'll probably start the spoilers for Innistrad or something else that we don't know about yet on the same day as announcement day, or the day before, or the day after. Oh dear. Okay, so what are they announcing on announcement day? Fill me in. So announcement day is yes, it's just around the corner, August twenty second. Everything's always just around the corner. I'm so threatened. I know. God, on just looking around the corner all the time. So what they're announcing is An announcement? all the main products for next year. Okay, so that's all the sets, all the supplemental sets. Yeah, we're expecting basically a standard set, a core set, 
another standard set and then some, some supplemental stuff. Yeah. Which doesn't sound just, that much. That's just paper though, right? Because they could they could pull something out of their ass for Arena at like a moment's notice. Oh yeah. This yeah, is yeah, just totally. stuff that's gonna be on both. Uh, so yeah. even when that's done, it's like I'm still looking around the corner. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, totally. So what do you think? Do you think there are gonna be any returns to sets or do you think it's gonna be all new stuff? Or do you think there'll be more like crossovers like with Dungeons and Dragons? So I actually wanted to talk about this, Dungeons and Dragons, because okay. um, I've been playing a bunch of Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do it for next year. Okay. I think next year we might get just a regular core set. Sure. Oh, I but, forgot this was a core set, yeah. Yeah, but after that, I would really like to see the core set replaced with a D&D set every year. And okay. it doesn't need to be the Forgotten Realms every year. You could, like there's there's tons of different D&D properties you could do or there's way more of the Forgotten Realms that you can explore. But I sure. I think it would be really cool to to just instead of having the core set because the core set with a couple of exceptions it never really advances the plot. It never really has a, a sort of thematic identity that ties the whole thing together. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything except be a bit of a simpler set that's supposed to be an introduction. And sure, you can you can just replace that with an introductory set that is themed around. It doesn't even need to be D and D. It could be another Wizards of the Coast property. Yeah. So what else do Wizards of the Coast... Um, I feel like I'm missing a really obvious one that Wizards of the Coast do. That isn't D&D. Well, at magic. the moment, there's not really that much. There's Duel Masters, which they, they still produce in Japan. But it's only sure, produced in Japan. Sure, I have no Japan. idea what that is. I wonder if they just went... Because um, obviously Wizards is now... like It's not even so much owned by Hasbro. It's just part well, of it's, Hasbro. Well, it's its own division now. I wonder if they've... Like, they, they made it a, an entire division. I wonder if they would do if they would kind of go further and, and take something from Hasbro rather than just Wizards itself and kind of incorporate that. I think that's probably the line between regular magic and universes beyond. Now this sure. that, that's just me speculating, but it's it's sort of speculating and reading in and around what they've said about universes beyond. I think they're happy for other wizards' properties. Oh, it's universes beyond. It's universes beyond, like what they did with the secret layer for, for the Walking Dead. Yeah, the Walking Dead. Sure. So well, that makes sense. I think wizards' properties is where they want to draw the line. So wizards of the coast properties, yeah. they are happy to have in regular magic, but anything that's a Hasbro property, like if they wanted to do a Transformers set or a, a G.I. Joe set or a My Little Pony set. My Little Pony set. <laughs> I think those would need to be universes beyond because they're just they're just that bit too different. Monopoly set. I don't know about a Monopoly set. I don't think there's enough to do a Monopoly set, but No, fuck it, let's I, do a I Monopoly think if, we, set. if you're doing a Monopoly set that has to be a, a secret layer. But 
I think there's probably yeah. enough variety to do uh even if it was just like commander decks or dual decks or something to do a Hasbro family yeah. game night board games set. That could be like cute. rather than just Monopoly, you do the because they have their their family game night brand or sub brand within Hasbro, which is your Monopoly Cluedo game of life. Um, sorry, American Friends Monopoly Clue Life. <laughs> Are they just called? I is believe it just so. Life. Wow. Does it does does it is there a thing over there just one word? I never thought about it, but I guess it must be life. Life. Yeah. You want to play life? What? 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 An, uh, what a vibe. Have I ever told you about the time that my the reason that my brother-in-law doesn't play Cluedo no. with my sister? So, um, they they were playing Cluedo. I don't know if it was just them. Can you play I, Cluedo I with two people? So, yeah. I suppose you can. So they were playing Cluedo like a few years ago, and. Um, I, I kind of forget how Cluedo works because I haven't played it for ages, but there's like certain points where you get to guess. Um, so that's kind of the, the whole point of the game, right? Is that uh, you go into, you know, you, you, you go into a room and you do shit with cards or whatever and then you, you guess at who what's in the packet of the, like, the mm-hmm. victim room murder weapon. And she literally guessed it, nailed it, just very, like, like the first turn oh of the game, God. basically. Like, if you've never played Cluedo, traditionally it doesn't happen in the first turn of the game. Like, there's meant to be some sort yeah. of element of deduction. And they'd literally got all the game out, set all the game up, started playing in the first round of the game, she just guessed immediately what was out of nowhere. Just a random guess. Guessed. <laughs> guessed everything. And now my brother-in-law doesn't play Cluedo. Honestly, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the list of Hasbro games that my brother-in-law and my sister can play mm-hmm. is very small because he, he he doesn't do well with Monopoly. <laughs> he um he I remember he once like just sat in the toilet for ages when we played Monopoly on Boxing Day because he got humped out in the first round because he spent all his money on building like hotels on Mayfair and Park Lane, which are the most expensive ones in mm-hmm. British Monopoly. I don't know what the American equivalent is, something New York based maybe. But anyway, he spent all his money on like put. Putting putting hotels on the most expensive squares in the game, and then nobody oh landed on them. But we'd all been buying like the rest. Like he'd, he'd put all his resources mm-hmm. into doing that. Didn't have anything else than the rest of the board. So every time we went around the board, he was having to pay <laughs> pay money to everyone else, and nobody landed on That's his hotels. Fun. It was it was so funny. So uh, we we bring that up every year, and it's another. <laughs> literally, I'm not even joking. Every single year, when we're discussing what board games we're going to play at Christmas, somebody brings up Monopoly, and we all laugh at it all over again. That's funny. It's extremely funny. Anyway, so Cluedo, Clue, Life, and yeah, Monopoly. Yeah, why not? Just have dual decks. So yeah, so I I think next year's core set is just going to be core set 2023. I don't think there's going to be anything special about it. But we're going to have two other standard sets next year that aren't the core set. Oh, yeah. So what do you think? Return to previous set or or previous um, plane or new new adventures? We just had Zendikar and then Kaldheim and Strixhaven. Kaldheim. So we had one revisit and two new. And then we're starting then we're the next year two... with two Innistrad sets. I think we'll get a new plane. Yeah. I think the okay. the first standard set we'll announce next year will be a new plane. Has there been any sort of rumour on what, what 
like what it's going to be, or is it is it just uh, is it all kind of? I've not heard anything. Well, we've had Vikings, we've yeah. had pirates, we've had um, we've had massive yep. monsters. What would be cool? Let's predict. Let's kind of predict what sort of direction they're going to go in. So what have they not done? They can't really do. Like I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm like going through sort of media from the past few years and, and trying to think of mm-hmm. an aspect. We've done. We've got horror. We've got vampires and werewolves mm-hmm. and whatever. We've got. We've got Vikings. We've got magical schools. Superheroes. Could you I was do thinking a magic that, but then superheroes type set. See, that's that was my first thought, but then I thought. How didn't wasn't um more of the spark to an extent kind of the magic superheroes like aren't all play like isn't aren't planeswalkers like where do you draw the line between planeswalkers yeah, and superheroes? That's a fair point. I don't know how you'd do it, but that's why I'm not a designer on the big bucks. <laughs> I just don't think they would. I don't think they would. They would do that. You would have to. There would have to be a real sort of line in, in the sand between like superheroes and mm-hmm. planeswalkers, and you would either you would basically have to have superheroes. I you would either have to have them more powerful than planeswalkers or oh less powerful. I know and I don't think they would do more I know. powerful. Wild West. What? That's been is that that's been talked about for a yeah. long time. Is that just rumors or is that do you think that's that's actually gonna? I mean. Because like, people have been talking about Wild West magic set for ages, and I, I've never been sure whether it's actually something that's confirmed or whether it's just people wishfully it's, thinking. It's something that people ask the designers about a lot, and it's something that they've talked about. And like Mark Rosewater has this short list that he talks about of worlds that they want to do, and he's confirmed yeah. that Wild West is on there. Sure. So, okay, I'm gonna. I, 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 I used to Wild West. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for just my own personal mm-hmm. wish list. I want like I want like a farthing wood style plane, where there's just like cute animals, okay. and just fuzzy stuff. Just because I think it'd be sweet, and I need serotonin in okay. my life. Just give me like you know like cute little cute little not like you know horrible creatures. Give me just like little cute cute things like a little hedgehog. But like a Magic the Gathering hedgehog, not like a, just, I don't like know, a little hedgehog explorer or something. Yeah, yeah, with a little backpack yeah. on. Or like one of those little, I don't know what they're called, one of those little like, napkins you put on a stick. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Or like yeah. little little, go- little goggles and holding a map. That's what I want. Like a kindly badger that you know, makes you tea and then you create like a food token. Animals of Farthingwood, Wind in the Willows type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just something like that. I really said Watership Down and I realised that's a very no, different no, thing. No, no, no. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what okay. I want. I don't know if that's so much a prediction as just it's something just what you I, want. I want. I want. I, I think it's highly unlikely that that's going to happen. Okay. So we've got either Wild West or Animals of Farthing Wood. What about Animals of Farthing Wood in the Wild West? <laughs> yes. Like the fox comes out where... Like a He's little the sheriff, cowboy yeah. hat. Yeehaw, yeehaw the sheriff. Yeehaw. So then after the core set, we're going to have another set that's going to start a new year standard. That one, I uh-huh. am going to go out on a limb and predict 
Return to Lorwyn. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kamigawa. No, 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 no. That's Return been banned about a few times. Sure, that would be fun. That would be good. Lorwyn's kind of like Welsh themed, yeah. right? To a point. Because we've got to, we've got to, we've got to find out that it's Oko's home plane at some point. Yeah, maybe the animals of Farthingwood could live in Lorwyn. We could. It's nice. Yeah. That's nice. And we get to see topless Oko again. Everyone will. Everyone wants that. <laughs> That's just what you're holding out for. Yeah, right? always. Like just planeswalkers with their shirts off. Yes. It's all of them. That, sh- that, that should them. be the next corset. Just, <laughs> I was going to say, you mean horset? Yeah. And then I realised I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> Just pl- planeswalkers with no shirts. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, then we'd have to kind of, as judges, I guess to a point, we'd have to kind of... That would just fuck up all the rules about nudity on cards and, mm. and stuff like that. Well, it's fine if they're official cards. Yes. And Galta's got her tits out. No one complains about that. That's true. If you uh, if you want to know that story, <laughs> please hit me up on Twitter at HeyWarsTartist and I will fill you in with all the details. It's one of the favourite things that's ever happened to me. Not Galta getting her tits out, specifically yeah. just the discussion around that. <laughs> so that's that's our standard sets. So we've got Animals of Farthingwood in the Wild West. Uh-huh. Horse set 2023. <laughs> And then <laughs> return to Lorwyn, featuring sure. the animals of Farthing Wood. And various topless planeswalkers. Yeah. No, they were in Horset 2023. Oh, so they are. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Horset 2023 is just every single card is printed like it's a game of um, the <laughs> the uh, euphemism game. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So every single, every single card has a name like Massive Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Dangling Sack. <laughs> Or like um I don't know, mysterious hole. Mysterious hole <laughs> Effulgent something I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It sounds true. Okay. <laughs> so that leaves an awful lot of space in our year, because there's no way there's only gonna be three sets out next year. So yeah. so what else do you think we're getting? Um, probably a whole bunch of secret layers. Yep. Well, uh, we know th- about secret layer Stranger Things. Uh huh. And we know about Warhammer 40k Commander decks. Uh huh. I suspect they'll be next year. Sure. We know about the Lord of the Rings set. I suspect that'll uh-huh. be next year, and I suspect that's going to be a a full draftable set. And that's why they've kind of shifted the standard releases about so that we yep. get two jammed up close together. Because I reckon we're going to get Lord of the Rings in maybe February next year to give it okay. time to sort of have its own time in the sun where it's yeah. not competing with anything. Sure. But that's still not a lot. Do we do we reckon we'll get Modern Horizons 3 next year? Or I can't believe in the many in the past few years we've we're like we've reeled off all this stuff and it's like that's not much. Yeah. Whereas in my back in my day that was all you got and you just had to be happy yeah. with it. You didn't get anything for dessert. 
No secret layers for you for pudding. Oh, no, 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 no pudding. We don't get pudding. <laughs> so, yeah, do we think Modern Horizons 3 is next year? Or do we think we'll I get a master know. set? I think a master set would be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, when did Modern Horizons 2? That was pretty recent, wasn't it? A master set would be Modern fun. Horizons 2 was about two months ago. Oh, <laughs> Time has lost all meaning. Yep. I don't know. I would like a master set, but I don't know what they would do. They've done sort of commander masters. I guess historic masters. No, they wouldn't do historic masters. Not if they're going to be doing this, this sort of anthology. That's it. Yeah. I mean, they could do pioneer masters and release it on arena as well. That would be fun. Yeah. Although I don't know, pioneer. People seem to think pioneer is dead. I think Pioneer's mostly dead because everyone's the been stuck in happened. the house for a year and a half. Yeah, Yeah, that was a really unfortunate timing. When you consider it was probably about October 2019 it was announced. Mm-hmm. And it was, then it, the, uh... There was meant to be a bunch of Grand Prix were going to be Pioneer last year. Yeah. And they just didn't happen. Uh, and yeah, that would have kick-started the format. That's about six months yeah. before the pandemic. That is unfortunate. And I didn't really have time to get put onto Arena before that happened. Yeah. I liked Pioneer. I, I really, really liked Pioneer. Although, to be fair, like I, I played it and then they, they kind of banned the whole deck I was playing. But I, I just I liked it. Mm-hmm. I went to an event and I didn't play the same deck twice, I don't think. It was just it was good fun. Yeah. I think I bring back Pioneer, that's what I see. So you, you're in for Pioneer Masters? I'm in for Pioneer Masters. Let, let's let's put let's let's put that flag up. Right now. Okay, Pioneer, Pioneer Masters, Masters 2022. Love it. Yes. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Cannot wait to play Pioneer Masters. What else? Give me something completely out of left field. Oh, um, another unset. Another unset. Another unset. Well, un- what have we, what have we Mark had? Mark Rosewater has confirmed that he's going to be taking part in the announcement day stream. So. Another unset. There you go. Yeah. We've got unglued, unhinged, unstable, un unstable. And then the box set was unsanctioned. Yep. What else? Un. What other un words are there? Unraveled. Unraveled. Unwound. Yeah, that could be fun. That's what I'm gonna say. That I'm gonna say another unset. Okay. I'm gonna go with Battle Bond Two. Oh, interesting. Remind me what Battle Bond is. It's a two-headed a, giant a draft set. Yes, I mean that. Okay, I can. That was that was fun. I like that. Or that's. Or, a new plane chase. Uh, that's less fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have Battle Bond. Okay. I'm not a fan of plane chase. But that's not okay. Do we do we think that's it? I think I'll be up for major sets. Sure. Oh God. <laughs> okay. If if you were writing down what we were what we were predicting, and I hope you were, because I wasn't, um, we'll 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 check back with us after the announcement day, and we'll see how right we yeah. were. Yeah. And likely how wrong we were. I I I would I would say let's 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 have a conservative estimate. We'll we'll say we're we're about twenty percent correct. Yeah. We, I think, we, I think it, we've probably got the core set right. <laughs> yeah, I think some of it, some of it is more likely than other bits. Yeah, some of it is is I would be I would be frankly shocked, but you never know. 
<laughs> Can't wait to play Horse Set 2023. Same. How do you think it'll draft with animals of farthing root? Do you think you um, could draft them alongside each other? No, fuck no. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? It's a standalone set. Okay. So Casey, I gather that your Tybalt's Rager this week is it's, it's a little spontaneous. It is a little spontaneous. I didn't actually have one until kind of about... sprung forth in, in pre, pre-episode discussion. Yeah. I didn't have one until to... about five minutes before we started recording. Yeah, and you started ranting and then we thought, hold on a second. Wait a moment. Sounds like a, ra- a rager is brewing. Indeed. So what's what's um what has pushed your buttons in the past hour? Well, <laughs> Casey. I needed to pass some time while I was waiting for Kirsty to join the Skype call. And I was I was browsing the Wizards of the Coast website, as one is wont to do. As you do. And I thought, oh, there's a survey about Ventures in the Forgotten Realms and like what your thought of it and stuff like that. And Casey, a woman, a woman of opinions. Exactly. I thought I'll I'll give Wizards of the Coast my opinions on Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. I'll tell them what I liked and what I didn't like and whether or not I'd like to see more D and D sets in the future. Hint, hint. I would. Give me Ravenloft <laughs> and Dark Sun, please. So I started doing this this survey, and I I kept doing this survey. And I continued to do this survey. <laughs> and I found myself still doing this survey when when <laughs> Kirsty joined the Skype call. And I thought And I could well, I could tell it aged you. Yeah, oh yeah, it, it had <laughs> aged me. But I thought I'm nearly done. I'm nearly done. I'll just say to Kirsty, I've just got to finish this survey and I looked. And I was at 18% complete. 18! 1, 8! Not 80. 18! Less than 20% complete. Less than a fifth of the way through it. Yeah. You've been doing it for several years up to this point. Oh, my entire life. I've been doing it from <laughs> since I was born. I've been completing this survey. And it got me to thinking, like, how many people do you think start these surveys and get 20 30 percent in and then just quit them and don't don't continue and when i can tell the answer is at least two (laughs) yeah and they're both here they're both here with you today indeed because you've done the same oh i've done it approximately twice and before i learned from my mistakes and decided i was not doing that again i just don't have the time like ask me about my opinion I'll, i'll tell you but i don't i don't have the time for that sort of tedious you know button clicking and yeah. then it's when they start asking you to type things i'm like I don't oh have god time to yeah like here's, here's my two cream. text fields please tell us yeah. everything you enjoyed most about adventures in the forgotten realms and everything like, you enjoyed least and it's like i, I, I don't have the energy write? to f- i don't have the energy to form my thoughts into coherent words to have a conversation with my husband yeah i'm not gonna do it on a text box for a surf let me let me click buttons and rate things from one to five yeah i mean even that's pushing it most days but i could probably tolerate that yeah just give me a list of things and i will and it was some like radio buttons and i will just tick the ones that i liked 
uh-huh. and then and I'll leave the ones blank that I didn't. I exactly. really don't want to. It's yeah. not fucking. It's not like fucking school. I don't want to have to sit an exam. I don't want to have to justify my opinions. I just want I to give want, them to, to you. Sh- I don't want to have to show my working. Yeah. I just want. I don't want to sit and, and be faced with like what is reminds me very strongly of like exams at high school. Mm-hmm. And that is not a time in my life that I want to revisit. Not Absolutely even for not. You, of the Absolutely not. So it's like, wizards are always touting that they, they do all this market research and they have these survey results. And I am I am sure that there are other market research avenues that they go down. I know they, they get people in for like proper market research days where they do whole presentations to them and shit. But I'm just talking about the surveys here. They would get so much better data from these surveys if either they made them a lot shorter because I don't want to spend half an hour filling this survey in or... I don't want to have to set a day for me to sit and fill in a survey. Yeah. I I just don't. Who has that time? The alternative is, if you do want me to spend half an hour completing this survey, give me a code at the end for six boosters in Arena. Because yes. I will do it for compensation. I will I will sit for half an hour and give you my opinions if you're going to compensate me for that time. Yeah. But you don't. You want me to just give you half an hour of my time. Plus. Yeah. And they're so, like, and you want me to use my own words in doing so. Yeah. Like, you want me to do half of the job. Exactly. Use your own words and, and, and give me options. <laughs> like... It's the text box. It's the te- like nothing puts me off doing anything more than having a text box come up where I have to, I have to use my own words instead of simply accessing like the serotonin bits of my brain and going, did this make me happy? Did yeah. it not? Yeah. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to access the bit that makes words happen. No. I don't want to have to construct sentences. Rolling dice make brain make happy drug. That's the best you yes. can get. <laughs> yeah, like, that's basically give, it. Give me a give me a box next to rolling dice that I can tick to say it made me happy. Yeah. Or if you want to really push me out, give me five boxes and I'll rate it from one to five. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to sit and be like, the parts of the latest Magic the Gathering release that I enjoyed the most included, but are not limited to, and then like, and then like lists them. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I particularly no. enjoyed the choice of flavour words on these particular cards, but I yeah. thought the ones on this card left a lot to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to do that. Literally just, just simple, like, if possible, single syllable words. Yeah. And like a yes or no box. Maybe even just Y and N. Let's really simple it down. Mm-hmm. Give me a list of stuff and I'll click and I'll tell you if I liked it and I'll click and I'll tell you if I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to tell you specifically, like you, like I'm like two wizards, like you made the set, you must know what's in it and what people might like or not. Yeah. Like surely you don't need me to tell you. <laughs> I would hope not. No, like I'm Scottish. A lot of my vocabulary is swearing. I don't want to have to filter the bits out through my fingers that are rude. Maybe they want the root bits. Well, I mean, if they want me to do the survey, they're going to get the root yeah, bits because exactly. I, I don't have time to tone myself down. <laughs> so that's that's this rager for this week. It's a little shorter than normal, but honestly, like, 
I, I want to give you my opinions, Wizards of the Coast. I don't want to spend more than half an hour doing it unless you're going to give me something at the end. Casey, um, would you like me to tell you in my own words which bits of your Tibbles Ranger I enjoyed and which bits I didn't? Just rate it from one to five. About 15. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kirsty, I've Casey. I've got a proposal for you. Okay, I'm listening. I've got a a list of things that you might like oh. or not like, right? <laughs> and I don't need you to tell me about them in your own words. In fact, I don't oh. want you to tell me about them in your own words. There's just Good. the verbal equivalent of a radio button. And, oh, and one, one button says shite and the other button says delight. <laughs> It's a little Wizards game of that the I Coast, like to call shite or delight. <laughs> if Wizards of the Coast are listening, we'll call us. <laughs> we have a, we have an idea We'll, for we'll you. retool your surveys <laughs> for you. We've got this great format. It's great. Everybody loves it. It's quick, it's easy, and it leaves absolutely, absolutely no room for misinterpretation. No, no, no none at all. None at all. You will know definitively what people thought of things. Yeah. There's no grey area here. No. There's no there's no there's no room for confusion. It's very cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Call us wizards. Okay, I love I love Shite or Delight. It's birthday Shite or Delight. It is. For Casey. Okay. Okay, are you ready? I am so ready. Historic. Ah, uh, delight. Historic horizons. Delight. Writing on your cards with a biro so you can perpetually alter them in paper. <laughs> Shite, because I feel like a biro da, would da, mark da, the back da, of the... Da, da. <laughs> Shite or delight. Ah, uh, shite, and I will not show my work. Okay, the cost of bras. Oh, so shite. So shite, I had to buy you so ones sh- Oh my god. Did you, like, take out a loan? Yeah, pretty much. Were they on finance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Being able to play physical magic in a game store again. Oh, delight. Absolute delight. Announcement wait. day. Um, delight. Eliwick Tumblestrum, the greatest bard in the multiverse. Pardon? Eliwick Tumblestrum, the oh, greatest yes, bard Eliwick. in the oh, multiverse. Delight. The Portuguese postal system. Um, the Portuguese postal system. Yeah, shite or delight. Uh, shite. Correct. Okay. Mana screw. <laughs> oh, shite. Davriel's moustache. Delight. Not knowing, last weekend was the arena open. Was it? Yep. <laughs> uh, shite. Not knowing this coming weekend is the Challenger Gauntlet. I don't know what that is. What's yeah. shite? <laughs> Overly long surveys. Oh, shite. Not knowing what episode it is. <laughs> shite. <laughs> I think I know. Of our own podcast, by the way. We have yeah. this discussion before every, 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 every episode we record. Running from London to Birmingham and getting stuck in slough. <laughs> shite. You could just put getting stuck in slow. Uh, getting stuck would... in slow. Shite. Playing Cluedo with your other half. Uh, delight. Topless Oko. Delight. Non-topless Oko. Uh, has there ever been a non-topless Oko? No. Oh, shite. <laughs> topless Oko <laughs> turning you into an elk. Uh, 
inconvenient shite. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Oh, excellent. See, wizards? See how easy that was? Yeah. See done. how effective that was? <laughs> done. We now know Kirsty's definitive opinion on all of those things. Yeah, Portuguese postal systems shite. I had a card I sent to someone that they bought from me on card market. They just never turned up and I had to refund them. Oh, shite. lovely. If you're listening and you work for the uh, Portuguese postal service, please feel free to get in touch with us and tell us where Casey's card is. Yeah, I want to know. It was, it was it was only £5. It's not the point. It's not, not the, the point, the Portuguese postal service. It's, it's not the, the point. It's the principle. Exactly. Casey, if people wish to get in touch with you for your long and wordy opinion on various topics of interest... Where can they do so on the internet? They can reach me via surveys on the Wizards of the Coast website, apparently. <laughs> um, but if Only you're not Wizards fifth, of the Coast... Just the first fifth of the survey. Yeah, the first... Answer, ask all the important questions in the first 20%, and then yeah. let me skip to the end. If you're not Wizards of the Coast, then you can reach me on Twitter, at PurpleSnap, or on Instagram, at PurpleSnap. You can reach me on the Scourge Divas Twitter, which is at Scourge Divas. And if your questions, comments, queries, birthday wishes, whatever, won't fit in 280 characters, then you can send them to scourge.divas at gmail.com. <laughs> You're going to say you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't. We love to read emails. Please send us emails. We do. We do. Uh, if you want to uh, slate me for my opinions on various things, or you're from Slough and you just want to tell me I'm a massive bitch, you can find me on Twitter at HeyWorthStartist and also on the uh, Scourge Divas social media channels, as Casey previously mentioned. We will see you next time for more, uh, probably new fucking sets, let's face it. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, pr- 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 when, maybe pre-post-announcement day when we'll, we'll know if we were right. Maybe. Write down our predictions, everybody, and then we will re- we will grade ourselves next time. Yes. Excellent. We will see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.